Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, yes, he is. Doug Oster is here. And, of course, follow him on Facebook, Twitter, all sorts of good things coming up on the program, some stories to tell. But it's all about you on the phone lines, gardening. And what better time to think gardening, plan gardening, because we're all home and you can actually go out. And remember, social distancing. But you can get near the dirt and dream and what you're going to be planning. So give us a call, 866-391-1020. And gardeners always wash their hands because they're playing in that dirt. So you know what you need to do. Tenth caller right now wins a wonderful gift certificate from the folks at Sorgles at 412-922-1020. Rob Cruljack coming up. Davey Tree, lots to get to. Ladies and gentlemen, the star of the show, the organic gardener, Doug Oster. Good morning. I am Doug Oster. And Rob, you know, you and I have always practiced social distancing from each other. Shit, <laughs> because of the garlic. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, uh, if you haven't heard, I have a new beginning today. <laughs> I was laid off on Friday, Friday afternoon. A convenient time to call. <laughs> you'll, you'll do great, young man. I uh, wrote all about it uh, in a story called A New Beginning at 60. Uh, if you just go to DougOster.com and just click on my blog, uh, I am no longer associated with the Trib or Everybody Gardens. That's all done, and I, I'm i sitting pretty. Don't worry about me. It's just some of these other people, Rob, they were let go, and they've been there 20 years, and they, they call it a layoff, but a lot of those people will never come back. But no severance and medical until the end of the month. Uh, that's... That's awful. Come on. You know, you got a multi-million dollar company and you're throwing these people out the door. I understand that the coronavirus is bad. I understand that newspapers are struggling, but come on, you know. Talk to me about your future. Let's let's focus on the future. So what lies ahead? Well, I'm thrilled to tell you the truth because I'm going to be doing things. uh, I'm going to be doing the same stuff. I'm going to be posting every day. I'm going to be writing. I'm going. To, I have got stories already in the the can that I'm going to do, and I, I'm excited to talk about gardening. I, I the last story I wrote uh, for that company, and I was so I don't not trying to be a braggart. I'm just I'm so proud of it because seed companies. One of the big seed companies closed down this weekend to try and retool and get going because people are ordering seeds like crazy well they're rethinking food and yes everything. yeah yeah and that's what the gardening this is going to be an amazing year for gardening and i couldn't even get an interview with people the people i know people that i work with all the time from seed companies because they're so busy i had i had the first email back from uh lake valley seed that said victory gardens are back and if you don't know what a victory garden is during both world war one and world war two Families 
started gardening as a way to take pressure off the, the, the food supply system and as a way to support the war effort. We know it best from World War II. Uh, if you look online, you'll see all the posters and and, and such, and it, it made people feel as though they were do, doing something to help, and they were growing their own food. And so we're back, we're back to Victory Gardens, and I I talked to uh, I, again a, a company, uh, Baker Creek Heirloom Seeds. Uh, the guy's name is Jerry Gettle. He started the company as a teenager in, in the nineties, mm-hmm. out of his bedroom. And grew it into this huge company, and I sent sent them an email, and he's just like he, he had never, he's never seen anything like this. And uh, Tomato Fest uh, is another company where I, I talked to Gary Ipson runs this Tomato Fest. Six hundred and forty different types of tomato seeds he offers. He's he's crazy. Uh, Renee's Garden, just again unprecedented seed orders and. I went down to, to Chapin's on Thursday because I, I had to have plants to be on TV on Friday. Uh, I'll still be on Pittsburgh Today Live. And, you know, it was funny. <laughs> this is good, Rob. You'll love this. <laughs> Go to Chapin's. I, I, I'm, I'm not, you know, should I be leaving the house? I don't know, but I need these plants. I go down there. I, there's nobody there. So I get my plants and really nice looking plants at Chapin's and two fans they, like they come on, they're like, "Are you Doug? Oh, yeah, I'm Doug Oster." And the woman puts her hand out, and I said, "Don't touch me!" <laughs> the poor thing. She's like, "Who is this idiot?" Uh, just Doug. That's all. Yeah, folks. just Doug. Just anyway. Just Doug. I want to get into this program today. I want to take all your calls. Be upbeat. Think positive. Talk gardening with Doug, and he's going to be doing a lot of incredible things in the weeks, months, and years to come. And we'll tell you all about it each and every week on his program, The Organic Gardener, on KDK Radio. That number again is eight six six three nine one ten twenty. But really, social distancing. Most people like to be alone in the garden anyway. So this is a perfect time because you're home. Weather's going to be nice. Get outside and get going. One of my again, one of my last stories was all about the the power of the garden about you know when things in our world change the daffodils are still coming up you know every year the daffodils come up it doesn't matter what's going on in our world and i think that's why the garden is such an important place for us uh you know now we can be growing our own food one thing i want to talk about real quick was if you can't get seeds, if you're not leaving the house, or if you don't order online and you've got seeds at home, there's a way to test them to see if they're good. And it's very, very simple. If you just take your seeds, maybe 10 of them, whatever the, the crop is, and put them in a, a moist paper towel and put that into a reclosable plastic bag and put it somewhere warm, 65 to 70 degrees. A lot of times back in the day, we put it on the top of the fridge, but modern fridges, they're no warmer than anything else. But you throw it there and then like, Five to 10 days later, look at it, see how many of those seeds sprouted, and you'll know if your seeds are good because a lot of people have old seeds sitting around, and as I said, not leaving the house, maybe can't order online, but uh, it's a good way to, to to find that those old seeds are okay and you know plant them, get them going. We'll talk, when we get going here, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about how you, you start seeds indoors and out. All right, yeah, and Janoski's and a lot of these great people, they have seeds, so if you want to get out there, Janoski's even have some of their own topsoil stuff. So get out, get going, relax, breathe a little bit, and enjoy the sunshine over the next couple of days. 866-391-1020, number to dial. Doug's ready to talk to you, the organic gardener. And I know you're excited about Davy Tree. Yeah, yeah, uh, great to have Davy Tree back, and we're going to talk about a spring checklist today 
for your trees. And and we're at the start of the season. I can't wait to talk to Rob about about what he's done this winter and what we should be doing in our own landscapes regarding the trees. We'll be back. Let's talk Croatia. Croatia? I didn't want to talk travel because- That's okay. It's It's 2021. All right. In a year, I'm going to Croatia. I I have this boat for 36 people. We're going to have a, a blast. I know it seems weird to talk about travel. By the way, in next year I'll be along the Beaver River uh, next uh, year from now. In a, in a boat for two? <laughs> no, no, by myself, <laughs> walking around going, where am I? <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Taking people to Croatia n- next year. It's not till next summer, so everything will hopefully be over with. And I, because I have that boat, I have to have it booked by this June. Just go to my Facebook page. Go to DougOster.com. That's that's where I'm working out of now. And just see the details. If it's for you, I, I'm about halfway there on it being filled up. And my trip to Portugal has been postponed till October. There'll be seats there, too. We'll talk about that when we get going. But let's get to the phones. Yeah, let's get to the phones. Ladies and gentlemen, that number to call to talk to the organic gardener, 866-391-1020. Congratulations to Rita in Wexford. Here is Eileen in the South Hills. Hi, Eileen. Good morning. Hi. How's, how's everybody doing? I'm doing good. Hard, Doug. Yeah, well, how are you doing? <laughs> okay, okay. How, how have you been navigating all this virus stuff? Well, um, a whole lot of exercise. More exercise mm-hmm. in the house than normal. And uh, thinking about my garden and um, thinking about the grass. That's my question today. All right. Today. Go ahead. I have a whole lot of muddy spots that in the grass that are just, you know, weeds and mud. Is it too soon to overseed or what should I be doing with my grass? What should all of us be doing with our grass this time of the year? Is it too early to seed? Well, for me, it's a little too early. You could probably get away with it. But reseeding is a great thing to do for your lawn. And usually for me, I'm doing it in April. But Again, if you were just like going crazy and you were looking at this and you're just like, it's okay to throw some seed down, you know, when Jessica was doing her uh, landscaping job, she they would they would sow in November and wait for it to 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 germinate in the spring. So you would be okay. But I, in my case, what I'm thinking is that the soil is real wet like you said, muddy and such. And I, I would want to wait until things dry out a little bit, until the soil temperatures warm up a little bit. And then I would get in there and I would kind of rough up those areas uh, when they were dry enough to do so and then put my my seed down and then put something on the seed that won't allow it to dry out. You know, back in the day, we always put straw on top of seed. But if it was just a little, little thing of compost on there, and then your seeds would be fine. Put the compost on and get some compost and then seed on top later on? Uh, seed seed first. Well, yes, seed. compost first, kick it around, throw some seeds, and then kick those seeds in and you'll be good to go. Okay. Are places like sorghums allowed to be open now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You food? you can, you know, we'll have to see what happens tomorrow, actually. But okay. there, the, Sorgos is open, Chapman's is open. Janoski's all Janoski's. I know that... Uh, Food, essentially. You're right. I talked to Bedner's yesterday. They're planning on opening in April as long as it's permitted. But, you know, I like I said, I I questioned myself, you know, going out and, and getting these plants. But no one was there. I was practicing social distancing. I'm, not, you know, basically staying yeah. in the garden as much as I can. But I needed plants for to do this segment on TV. And so I went down there and... I, I just made a decision to do so. 
Well, this is why I've said many times local farmers more important than ever. Growing stuff locally, selling Mm -hmm. to stores like Coons Markets, it's it's all important. We need them, and they're going to be around, and that's a good thing. Yeah. All right, Caroline in Jefferson for Doug Oster. Hi, Caroline. It's not. It's Carolyn. Oh, I'm sorry. Hi, Carolyn. How you doing? How are you? <laughs> Fine. How are you? We're doing good. What's What's on your mind today? Um, I have a whole lot of daffodils and tulips that are only showing leaves, and some of my they're just not showing buds. And I think it's just they're not making buds. Yeah, yeah. I fertilized them when they started coming up, but nothing. So let's uh, we'll start with the tulips. And many times, this is what tulips do. They'll bloom beautifully the first year, a little bit more the next year, and then by the third year, fourth year, or however far down the road we go, we're just getting that kind of bluish green foliage. You know, as far as tulips are concerned, we'll just uh, replant in the fall. But daffodils are daffodils are a different story. Daffodils will get those keep making more bulbs underground. They'll get crowded, and then they won't bloom, and so. When we're sure they're not going to bloom anymore, you know, we get to a certain part of the season where I'm not getting any buds because even though I'm posting pictures right now of, of early daffodils blooming, I have late varieties that haven't even sent up buds yet. But when we get to a point where you're looking at your daffodils, you're like, oh, these are not going to bloom. That's it. We, When they're in the green, which is right, you know, in a month, we lift that whole clump and we separate. And you'll see when you when you bring that clump out. You'll have a lot of little itty-bitty bulbs in there, and you just, I separate them. They're going to hate it, but you separate them, put the big bulbs back in. I would throw a little compost in the hole, uh, give them a little space, and then in the next spring and the spring after, they're going to go crazy. I've done this before where, uh, again, you get this just, you know, lots and lots of foliage for daffodils and no blooms. But when you split them up a little bit, put them back in, a little compost, in the next year or two, they're going to bloom like crazy. Okay. All right. All right. But, All right. But wait, you know, just wait and make sure they're not blue. Make sure they're not a late variety. Caroline, thank you. Uh, we're going to wait till we take our next call. We actually have a couple of more calls, and we'll get to you as well. If you have a question, call us. We have a few lines available, 866-391-1020. So how are you spending your days when it comes to your garden? Well, it's funny. I did a, I did a video yesterday. Uh, first day of unemployment, and I was fixing the, the bird feeder, and I am completely unhandy. You know, I am the worst. You're not Handy Andy. No, I, I. You know what? It's so funny. Over the years, Handy Andy has helped me so many ways. You in, and me both. In figuring out what to do. Well, I did a little video saying, "Well, here I, I'm unemployed for first day. I, I'm fixing the top of the bird feeder." And I showed, showed it. I said, "Look at how that perfectly measured, and it just looked awful. And there were screws here and screws there. And you've heard of a honey do list? Well, I just in the video honey, I said, "Honey, don't do it." Yes, again. this is a honey. That's what my wife has. Honey. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> What's the one thing that you've done around the house that every time you see it, you're actually proud of what you've done? It's the garden. Really? It's fixing up all the stuff in the garden. I had my, my favorite tree, the scotch pine, uh, cracked off at, at halfway up the tree during snowmageddon, you know, 10 years ago. And then I, I, I left the rest of the tree. It fell. It fell on this huge uh, angel statue and knocked the wing off. And that's what I was also spending yesterday doing is gluing that stuff back. I use this stuff. It's called goop. You can find it at the hardware store. I'm sure handy Andy has it. And I'm, you know, the, the head got knocked off a statue. I put that on yesterday, a little chicken 
pot got cracked in half. I got some other pots that are cracked. Putting those all together right now uh, to give me something to do out in the garden. And uh, I just, you know, seeing all that stuff out in the garden, that's the most proud for me. Spring checklist time. Davy Tree, Rob Krulljack coming up right after the news with Melinda at the bottom of the hour. Now, next hour, Frank Dentici and I, pasta and noodles, and then Heffron Tillis at your money. And you, especially with everything that's been happening on Wall Street, you don't want to miss the morning commentary, ask the advisor segment. But it's a chance for you to call in with all of your questions, and I know many of you have them today. And then we'll be here with the Coons Market Black and Gold Sunday show. And if the president happens to call out his task force again to talk about the coronavirus, I'm sure you'll hear that on KDK Radio as well. We've got so much more to come today. Long time before we are done for the day. We're here till 1 o'clock. It's Rob Pratt Sunday, KDK Radio. Good morning. All right, what do you say we give away a gift certificate to Janoski's? They're opening for business, all that great stuff they have available for you. Farm Market, Farm Market Expansion, Greenhouse. They're waiting for you today. Uh, Tenth caller gets this $25 gift certificate that we'll get out to you, and you can use another day, 412 922 1020. 412 922 1020. Well, Rob Krulljack from Davy Tree is with us for our first segment of the year. Rob, how was your winter? Uh, mild, Doug. Very mild. And during the mild winter, tell me a little bit about what you guys are doing. I'm sure there's a lot of, of pruning and such for you during the winter years, right? Yeah, absolutely. We, we reserve all of our oak pruning and elm pruning through the winter months um, to protect those trees from specific uh, uh, disease issues. And um, actually, we're, we're closing down our oak, well, our oak pruning season early this year because of the warm-up. Uh, typically, we prune oaks into the middle of April, but with it being so warm, we're concerned, and we, we've actually shut it down this week. So uh, yeah. no more oaks. No more oaks till November. And talk a little bit about why you are. No one should be pruning oaks right now. Uh, Pittsburgh, unfortunately, is a, a hot spot for oak wilt disease. Um, it's a fungus that kills oak trees in a matter of weeks if, if a tree becomes uh, infected with it. Um, so we, we recommend not pruning oaks between, like I said, typically mid-April and November. Um, but this year we're stopping early. Uh, it's transmitted by a beetle that feeds on the sap of the oak, so any fresh pruning cuts on an oak tree could invite the uh, the beetle, which carries the fungus, which introduces it to the tree. And uh, it can also be transmitted through uh, root grafting. So if your neighbor has an infected tree, it can go through the ground, through the root system, into your tree. So uh, people should be vigilant of that throughout the summer if, if their neighbor has oak trees pruned and um, you know, and the leaves start falling off to the neighbor's oak tree, they should reach out to, to Davey and have us come out and take a look so we might be able to prevent it from getting into their trees. Right. So we're, we're talking uh, this morning about a spring checklist. Yeah. When we're walking through the garden and we're all at home in our gardens, what should we be looking for when we're looking around at our trees? Um, new growth. See how often the new growth's coming on. Again, we had a mild winter, so we shouldn't have lost much with uh, winter damage. Um, you know, looking to clean up some leaves underneath trees, like a final spring cleaning. Um, a lot of times the, the leaves of certain trees, uh, pears and uh, some fruit trees carry, you know, leaf disease funguses that, you know, anthracnose is one that can just come right back up into the canopy during the summer, which, you know, if you clean those leaves up, you can prevent that from happening again. So, you know, just a spring cleanup around the trees, time to mulch, add, add a little bit of a mulch layer, or turn over the the mulch that's currently there to, to prevent adding too much to your beds. 
Well, Rob, are all good things. Rob, let me talk a little bit about mulching then, because uh, again, we we talk a lot about mulching for trees. Mm-hmm. Dis- discuss the best way to mulch a tree. Uh, mulching should be done uh, more conservatively. Um, you know, four inches, six inches. Ten, you know, people just pile it on every year. Um, you, you want to keep it to to a minimum. You know, to, to dress up the bed, make it look nicer, but not so much that it can't decompose over the the growing season, really. Um, and you certainly don't want to pile that mulch up around the base of the tree um, into what we call mulch volcanoes. You see this a lot in, um, let's say, retail parking lots where the, the, the mulch is just built up, you know, two, one, two feet up the trunk of the tree. Really bad for them. Why, Rob? Why are they volcano mulching? I don't <laughs> understand. What, what, you know, you and I, when we drive by that, we, we're going crazy. Why are they we- doing it? We cringe, we cringe, uh, <laughs> because they get paid by the pound, Doug, I think. it's. Uh, oh, just, okay, you know, that makes they, sense. They, they get paid to add it on, so um, instead of taking away what was there last year, if there's anything left and adding a little bit to spruce it up, uh, they just, just pound more on, so it's, it's really a, it's an epidemic. <laughs> so what kind of other things, when we're out in our landscape, should we be looking at when we're considering just looking over the landscape, looking at the bones of the garden, which are the trees, what what should we be looking at? Yeah, you know, don't forget to look up. You know, let's look for, you know, now that the leaves are going to start to pop and buds are, are swelling, you know, you're, you're looking for dead branches, you know, trees that aren't blooming early here in the spring. That might be a cause of concern. Uh, should be looking at those sorts of things. Um, preparing for the winter, you know, or for the, the summer storm season, um, you know, having maybe an arborist come out and look at the property with you to see if there's any hazards of present, um, probably some good, good steps there. You know, I wanted to talk a little bit about that. If people are looking up and they're seeing like, which is a great idea to do with something we don't do, we're looking up at, at those trees and see some, some problem they're, they're looking at, you are like, wow, that, that's a big dead branch. A certified mm-hmm. arborist from Davey, they'll actually come for free, right, and check things out for you and let you know what it's going to cost you if you need treatment. Absolutely, yeah, and and, and be able to advise you whether that one dead branch is uh, concerned to the health of the rest of the tree or sometimes trees just have dead branches that need to be removed. You know, uh, Dead branches aren't necessarily a sign that your tree is unhealthy. Um, a lot of times it's just the, the tree shedding off a, a branch that's not being productive as far as, you know, producing food for itself. So, you know, it's not, not the end of the world if you see a few dead branches in your tree. You know, we've always heard that fall is for planting, but mm-hmm. when we get into the season, when we get into April and May, is it okay for us to be planting trees that time too? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Spring and fall are the, the definitely the two main planting seasons. With proper care, you can plant anything any time of the year, but, you know, these are the times where, you know, the trees are still mainly dormant when they go in, so you're, you're, you're less stressed on it with a transplant. Um, usually we have some rain, you know, to, you know, helping water that tree for you throughout the, the spring months as opposed to, you know, through the summer where you have to be very vigilant with that. Um, so, yeah, yeah there, there's definitely trees available to be planted uh, at this time of year. Let's talk a little bit about varieties. And uh, mm-hmm. I, as always, I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, what's out there as an expert that you see that you, you wish people would plant more of? A, a, a tree that you know is going to be like, gosh, I wish people knew about this tree. Is there anything that comes to mind? 
Well, I just put some uh, across uh, on my property, and, and some of the ones I used were a little bit, a little bit different, a little bit out of the ordinary, which I, I love. Um, we did some shag bark hickory. Nice. Um, did some black gum, mm-hmm. um, hackberry, and maple. So t- um, t- talk about that. Uh, the what was the one? Sweet gum is that the one you you plant? Oh, no, black gum is the one that you right. Gum. That's that was just one of Jessica's favorite trees. Yeah. Tell me why that. why why that tree? I, it just has a really nice. My favorite part about it is the fall color. It's like a brilliant red uh, fall color. Um, it also it has similar form to an oak tree. A lot of times it's mistaken for one. Um, rather, you know, medium uh, speed for growth. Mm-hmm. So not a real slow grower, but not the fastest either. Um, and yeah, it's just kind of unique. They're uh, Nissa sylvanica or sylvatica is a uh, tupelo, black tupelo, or black gum or sour gum, um, medium sized deciduous tree. It's a native one to North America. Very, very quickly, tell me the feeling of, of, of putting a tree in and thinking, like, gosh, in 20 years, this is going to be, this is going to be amazing. It, it's an investment definitely in the future, and maybe not even for your future, but someone else's future. And I don't know, there, there's something to be said about, you know, you kind of forget that you, how long ago you planted something when you, it's, you turn around and say, oh, wow, look at that. It's, it's really grown, you know. And to, to start with, you know, don't, don't be fooled into thinking the bigger tree you plant, the, the faster it's going to grow. Because it takes larger trees, transplants, a longer time to catch up and start growing again than oh, it does a, a smaller tree. So um, sometimes you actually get more exciting, you know, watching the tree grow faster when you start with something a little bit smaller. All right, Rob, you stay on the line because I'm, I'm sure we'll be getting some tree questions. Uh, if you need to reach an arborist at Davy Tree, just give them a call, 800-445-8733. That's 800-445-8733. Rob, will be on the line if you've got some tree questions. And... What's next, Rob? We're going to tell everyone congratulations to Tom from Greensburg, winner of that gift certificate from Janowski. Doug and I are back with the Organic Gardener. In moments, KDK Radio, good morning. Time for Mrs. Know-It-All. That's Denise Schreiber, horticulturist Denise Schreiber. Denise, what are you going to do today? Actually, today um, I'm going to do a Facebook Live video at Ooh. noon as Mrs. Know-It-All. How do we find and that? I just go on Facebook and type in Mrs. Know-It-All. And, you know, if people want to, they can send me some questions ahead. But people can send me questions during the video, and we'll try to answer them. Because right now, we can't do anything else, but we can talk about gardening, and we can even do a little bit of gardening. What do you, you think know? What do you think you're going to be talking about? What do you think? What do you th- you know, well, I had about? posted I would be doing, and people are like, are you only going to talk about flowers? And I'm like, I'm going to talk about flowers. I'm going to talk about vegetables, herbs. And anything people want to talk about as far as gardening, because we got to kind of get our minds off of this. Um, so, you know, I'm going to cover, you know, I, I have a little bit of experience with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, um, you know, they're welcome to comment and talk to me about it. You know, I've, you know, I was listening about to the guy, uh, Ron from Davey. Yeah, Rob. And, you know, he's right. Everything, you know, is a little ahead of itself this year. So you can, you know, go out and do some things that you'd normally be doing, like, say, the end of April, that you can probably do, you know, the a beginning of April, which mm-hmm. is coming up pretty soon, actually. 
And I've got, you know, I went out and fed the birds already, and I was taking a lot. I've got some broken branches I've got to take care of. So, you know, any and every, everything's on the table today, whatever mm-hmm. people want to talk about. And the lady, you're right, the lady who called about her daffodils, Yeah. you know, there's early, mid, and late season daffodils and tulips. And sometimes people just buy, you know, a package, not reading when they're going to bloom. So, you know, she'd be okay. My daffodils are just coming up in some of my beds. Right. And some have, you know, some buds, but they're very, very tight buds. Now, I suspect by the end of the week they might be blooming, but not all of them. So I would definitely wait until June. If they haven't bloomed, they're not going to. Time to dig them up and divide them. For that Facebook Live you're doing today at noon, technically, how, how does it work? How do you film yourself? I'm going to be sitting in front of my computer that has a camera. Oh, cool, cool, cool. That's great. So you know, tell, tell people one more time how they can see you today at noon live. Live. So it's uh, Mrs. Know-It-All on Facebook, and I'm going to start at noon, and they can either go on a little earlier and send me a few questions or, you know, just tune in at noon. It'll be from noon to 1 o'clock. And hopefully if Facebook is nice, because they always do weird things, it will stay on my Mrs. Know-It-All page. So if they miss it, they can actually go back and watch it again. Cool. All right. Well, that's awesome, Denise. That will be fun. People can tune in, see Mrs. Know-It-All at noon. Do we have uh, time for another caller, Rob? Let's do a real quick call. Let's go to uh, uh, Mary in Westview. Mary, you got about a minute. Go ahead. Hey, Mary. Oh, hi. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for calling. Um, I had planted two rows of asparagus last year, and some came up, some didn't. But then uh, I looked at it this year, and now it looks like they're pieces of straw. Is that normal, or do I have to dig them up, or they didn't grow this year? No, you, you can't dig them up. You, I think if, if you see, we're, first off, we're a little early for the asparagus, and so let's see what, what, what ends up there. But if you're seeing that they're... Two, they just haven't grown much over the the last two seasons. Then it's it's time to add some kind of organic fertilizer, something like a a garden tone, that sort of thing. Uh, again, organic, granular. Throw it on there, and you'll be okay. I wanted to thank Rob Krueljack from the Davy Tree Expert Company for being on. We didn't have a tree question, but thanks so much, Rob. I appreciate it. Uh, no problem. Thanks for all the great information and. Get out there in the garden, boy. This is the start of the season. You've got, in my case, daffodils blooming already. Uh, you know, when you're looking at your bulbs, be sure to write down where they are and where they aren't. That's that's an important thing to do so that you can plant, you know, where to plant in the fall. That is a, a good thing to know because you will never remember. You will never remember where those, those are. And it's so, so exciting to see the spring bulbs blooming, to see the season starting. Uh, look for me at dougoster.com, and whether it's raining, cold, sunny, or hot, enjoy every day in the garden. There he goes, ladies and gentlemen, the legend that is Doug Oster, the organic gardener, every single Sunday from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. Coming up, Melinda in the news, and then Frank, then TC and I, and a little pasta for Sunday dinner. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.